Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Yeah, I'm Flint Dilly, and you're listening to uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I mean, it's really Knowing is Half the Battle, and I, I don't know why they put this pod. We didn't have podcasts in the 80s. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing with that. But anyway, they, that's what you're listening to. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe television program <laughs> that we are not at all. <laughs> we are a podcast talking about G.I. Joe Whoa. and we are knowing it's half the, this, your disapproving look, Chan, Whoa. it's very strong right that now. Was, yeah, you basically just said the opposite of what we were. <laughs> welcome back to Cooking with Grandma Witherspoon. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I am a mail person. I deliver the mail. And this is a pot. Uh, we're G.I. Joe. We're a G.I. Joe podcast. Ooh. I'm a mess already. That's not a good sign. Uh, we're talking about an episode. My name is Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Blito. I'm just glad you two used your real names after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Willing to be seen with me. I still. am a block of cheese. <laughs> God dang it. Uh, Pit of Vipers is the episode that we are working on right now. Mm. Uh, that's what we'll be talking about today. Uh, uh, who wrote this episode? Jim Ward. Uh, story by Flint Dilly. It's a Flint Dilly episode. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know Flint, friend of the show, came on, talked mm-hmm. to us. Uh, this felt like a Flint Dilly idea, right? Yep. He's really a big time idea man. Mm-hmm. And there is some neat stuff happening in this uh, uh, episode, especially given the time frame in which it happened. In 1985, like... Computers weren't exactly in every home yet at this point. Actually, you know what? Hold on for a sec. I'm not sure if this is an IMDb mistake. IMDb is frequently mistaken, so let's not put too much weight on this. But Jim Ward. It's a common name. uh, Who is, uh, he is a voice actor. Excellent. Uh, She's done a lot of of voices, uh, is listed as the writer. So I'm curious if perhaps uh, somehow he just sort of got in there. Um, it was just like, yeah, I'm here, and he just uh, I can write that. They were like, write us writing. some crap. Well, from talking with Flint as we did, it seemed like he would just like bang out ideas over like a, a 24 hour period. Yeah, drop them in the laps of the uh, the other staff writers, mm-hmm. and then be like, you do this, you do this, you do this, and I got to go hang with Gary Kaikax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he may have just yeah, just been uh, uh, super drunk. He's like, you, you, who are you? You're a writer now. <laughs> finish this, like, finish the script. 
Who are you? I'm the voice of Doc. <laughs> You're going to write the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, it opens up, and this is weird to me. It's, it's a base of some kind, and it looks mm-hmm. like a giant toaster with guns on it. Yeah. Yep. Is it my, am I mistakenly thinking two giant pieces of Cobra toast are going to pop up the top of the mountain? <laughs> Spring. Because that's what I wanted out of it. We and went I, right into the action with this one. And yeah. You know it's good then. This was an action-packed episode. I will go yeah, ahead and put that out there. Not a lot, lot of talking. Of mm-hmm. uh, I just wrote down here, that's a cool base. There yeah. are just guns and windows, and then the th- the bottom part opens up for a garage, mm-hmm. like cool apartments do, <laughs> and then all the hiss tanks all come coming out. And uh, uh, GI Joe has to ask the uh, the musical question: Where did that bass come from? What musical question? Well, they didn't sing it, but uh, I just like the phrase "ask the musical question," so I thought I'd throw it in there. I thought there was Gina's very. You guys, I thought it was like a Hamilton thing today. or something uh, like yeah, that. So I, didn't, I, like thought, I thought bass? Ray was making some sort of brilliant. Yeah. Oh, really? you. Oh, stop. Reference. Stop yourself there. <laughs> no, I thought. I, I assume that your wife had said something, and you're like, "Oh, I can I'm say that. Pretend this. like that was my thing." Oh, <laughs> you're kidding yourself if you think this. my wife watches GI Joe. With me. <laughs> <laughs> you're already wrong. <sighs> uh, there's a fight that happens. They decide. Well, who cares? We, the base is there. Cobra's coming out of it. Let's hey, attack. Hey, calm down now. Let's not forget. Yes. To mention. The adorable little prairie dog that was just there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I missed I like the prairie that they didn't dog. Kill him. Every once in a while, there's just they have those establishing shots. Yeah. And it's Always. usually like when they're out in the desert or like a you know some sort of wilderness thing. There'll be like a quick shot of the landscape, and there'll be like a little animal. Always in, in the foreground. Little, yeah. yeah. A little prairie dog like popped his head out, and then like the jeeps come rolling in. So uh, oh, I did remember that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should. I, I, I'm going to call him Al. Al. Al the prairie dog. Al the prairie dog. Yeah. A- APD. I want to uh, like make sure that we pay due homage to uh, these these noble and heroic animals. I'm into it. Um, so then we get sexual harassment. What? Ace and Lady J are having a back and forth, and uh, she says, "You know, do you mind shooting?" And Ace, you, know you got a pull for me here? <laughs> yeah, uh, sadly I do. Blow on my headphones, and I'll follow you anywhere, Lady J. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. Well, in theory, like you're you're breathing and you're speaking, that blows air yeah, into the yeah. headphones. Hey, and to be fair, she was a little bit uh, informal. She wasn't like uh, Ace, take point, or like uh, your six year on your four o'clock is your nine or she was just like hey is that military military terms yep man. yep your four is on your nine i'm super good I at military it. stuff you guys i buy it you served right like that's clear <laughs> oh clear like, right you, can you can you not tell you I, not tell how weirdly enough i cannot <laughs> I, I buy it and checks out to me <laughs> seems legit uh yeah but but it's just that's a little uh lady j gets hit on a lot on this show yeah, I've yeah. noted, and people do it right in front of Flint all the time. Flint mm. is on these comms. I, th- I think it's pretty clear that he shares her. Really? Otherwise, why Ace? Otherwise, would n- no, no. I'm saying Flint that Flint shares her. No, I'm saying why with Ace though. Oh, I just think I, mean, I just think he in general is open to sharing. So that's okay. that's like why guys give it a shot. Okay, okay. Because it happens all the time. We've I know. Seen Bazooka that's why... do it. Alpine do it. Shipwreck do it. And if he didn't share her, then people would probably be like, "Hey, man, like we shouldn't hit on our bosses." Girl. Sure. Okay. But but if he's like been like, yeah, if you're good, I'll share her. Maybe we do that Jesus. sometimes. I don't feel then like maybe, they do that at all. Then maybe like it would make sense. Like they would be like, oh, if she likes me enough, she'll she'll 
polyamory. I, this I could shit. see them having an open relationship. Yes, yes. Uh, well, they're never okay. official. That's the thing. Like sure. they're always together, but she never come leaves the base with him mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. At least Scarlett and Duke hang out outside of work. Mm-hmm. Flint and Lady J do do not seem to do that. So I mean, maybe yeah, maybe they, they get the impression I think they're they're a they're a 21st century couple. I feel like they're sowing their wild. Sure. That would be very far ahead of their time because <laughs> uh, it is 15 years before. Uh, I I think they're they have an open thing and eventually they get together because obviously they have a kid yes they do like once they retire it's like okay now that we're not surrounded by dicks you know mm-hmm. let's just make it an official thing Lady let's, J's let's like get surrounded by dicks yeah <laughs> what were those what were those hand signals they were, they were, I was just <laughs> about to jerk two dicks <laughs> I don't know it looked a little bit like Ray's ta-da <laughs> it was like a combo intro. platter of both yeah. oh that makes sense now now we know what Ray was doing he was going ta-da give <laughs> jerk-a-dee, me your dick jerk it yep Guys, what I do in my spare time has none of your concern. Yeah, no, that's fine. Just don't bring it here like you did. <laughs> Dang it. The secret's out of the... Anyway, uh, we find out it's a simulation. Right. It's a simulation, guys. Uh, Holograms. What? It was Tupac. <laughs> I wanted Tupac to be flying. I know he was still alive in 1985. Uh, Holla. Because bazooka's uh, never heard of holograms. Holla back girl yeah. is the answer. <laughs> uh, bazooka, you we know that you're into uh, baseball cards because you have that cool Keith Keith Hernandez card, Aww. and been- so we know that he's into holograms because they used to stamp holograms onto baseball cards in the eighties. I think wait, bazoo- what? Hold, thank you. That whole thing was just so that you could say that they stamp holograms. You should know better. Oh, that that logic does kind of check out. Uh, it's see, he's he he had the cadence of a joke. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna let gonna gonna see, I'm see, gonna 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 see what happens. Okay, N- oh, sometimes was... information think, uh, works, Chan. Thank I think you. much like Bazooka, Ray is constantly <laughs> suffering from a series of mini strokes. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong on any stretch of the imagination. Uh, how about Lady? They, so they go to enter the base, mm-hmm. uh, and then Lady Chase grabs her javelin and she's carrying it like it's a machine gun, yep. which is one of the neatest things I think I saw. Uh, considering what I've seen her her javelins do in other episodes, yeah. I would not put it past it. One hundred percent likely. I, I could say you're not wrong. Although, also though, she says we're going to go in through the attic and then run straight into the bottom into the basement. Door. <laughs> like, do you, do you know where an attic is? No, I think she, she like probably like heard the word and was like, I'm going to use that in battle sometime someday, so people think I'm fancy. And come from a fancy house. <laughs> well, she does come from a fancy house. It's like it's like she like mixes she's, that up in the foyer. She studied <laughs> miming in France. She ain't coming from the streets. <laughs> yeah, I'm just put that out there. <laughs> Although she does eventually say that we came, we went through the top, and there was nothing up there. That was a real tall hill to scale, uh-huh. or uh, stairs to take. Well, or, if you got you Alpine know. with you, he'll climb anything. I he mean, climbs buildings, mountains. The thing was up at down. Least, 30 stories high so it would have taken a while it was it was a big structure uh only to find out that you know it was government issued so that's why it didn't show up in any of their radars sure sure they wouldn't even just notice it by accident no uh i I think it's weird that they would leave the entire thing unmanned that's a huge ass base with a lot of expensive equipment and you're just gonna leave it out there in the desert just like just just there leave it like a body on the trip to vegas Mm -hmm. no one's gonna find it out here wait a minute (laughs) What's that, Did Jen? you kill someone on the way to Vegas? 
uh, believe what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Was yeah, it? but you didn't make it to Vegas. It was beforehand. <laughs> it wasn't even like something happened and then you left Vegas and dumped the body. You were on the way to ba- – you stopped in Baker for a cup of coffee and a look at the thermometer and then somehow murdered one of your compatriots. Jen? I was thinking you stopped at Alien Fresh Jerky. Oh, for yeah. The, for the record, I made it to Vegas. <laughs> and there was a fight about who, who got to taste which jerky. <laughs> <sighs> so we meet is it dr hamner uh i i said dr hammer but then i realized that that's wrong it's designer dr hammer will ex- hamler hamler oh yeah. hamburger yep heinrich hamler uh and he looks like prince am i am i horribly wrong here he's got the pe- pencil thin mustache he's a darker complexion it was a little bit long i uh he's tall i like mean cameo rather than uh prince i'll go with that uh, but he's also got the deepest voice ever heard on G.I. Joe. Destro goes, this dude's got a deep voice. <laughs> do, we, do we just have a voice poll for, for uh, Dr. Uh, Hamler? Good morning. Direct your attention to the monitor, please. Jeez, oh, that is, Yeah, that's a little yeah. bit of old Barry White, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. Good morning. Let's get it on. No <laughs> it's the deepest voice ever. And uh, nobody thinks it's weird right now. This is the first thing I noticed. Maybe something was amiss here. Because I actually didn't assume, because I'm an idiot, I didn't assume Dr. Hamler was Cobra right away. But the fact that the, the computer voice is Zartan <laughs> was a hint for me. Do we have that? Really? What? I know I'm asking a lot of you, Chan. Oh. Do you have the pull of the computer voice? Uh-huh. Um, It's the same guy as the voice of Zartan. Because mm-hmm. it's Zartan. Have located Yacht Cerebus in Indian Ocean. No, 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 no. That's not uh, Zartan's voice. That's just the effect. Uh, but here's the deal. That's Zartan's voice also with the effect. It's just he's putting on a different voice. But that's absolutely mm-hmm. it. I, for my money, you guys tell me at home right now. Uh, Commander and Destro aboard. All right. Give me a... Yeah, it does sound... Uh, to me, it feels exactly like Zartan. Hmm. Guys, hashtag us. It's Zartan or hashtag not Zartan at all. <laughs> you do on- not know how to... Facebook.com hashtag us. Ain't nobody Zartanning around. <laughs> if any of you guys hashtag, hashtag ain't nobody Zartanning Zartan around. For my money, I guarantee you it's Zartan, <laughs> not someone else who's using the same effect. Maybe I don't know as much about branding as I thought I did. <laughs> so go on Twitter and hashtag that. Mm-hmm. It's Zartan or that's not Zartan. <laughs> Hashtag not my Zartan. Not my Zartan not is all. correct. Hashtag not all Zartan. Not all Zartan. <laughs> what is happening right now? Hashtag yes all Baroness. Hashtag Zartan lives matter or hashtag not my Zartan. <laughs> oh, you're going to kill me. You're going to kill me with this. That's horrific. Anyway. Hashtag Zartan lives matter. I love it. Uh, okay, so then they um, they go to blow up a boat. Sure, they're they're essentially with the plot device here. There is a computer, and this is where I get. I, this is, feels like the precursor to person of interest to me mm-hmm. because the computer monitors the entire world, finds Cobra's activities, and then sends the proper Joes into the proper places to deal with the Cobra threats as it discovers them. Sure, uh, we're both big person of interest fans, so I can Correct. see why you would uh, make that connection. Although, like from the ve- from the moment. Uh, cameo steps out from behind the door. I'm like, that's actually what I thought it was. It was the Baroness because he seemed to be doing his job he properly. Be doing a good job, yeah. So I didn't think it was Zartan because Zartan would have been like, uh, this is the new machine that you must uh, pay attention to. Like, and Flint goes like, 
no, we don't want to do that. And he'd be like, oh, oh, uh, get sweaty. Like, oh, I don't know what, what to, uh, oh, gotta go. To be fair, though, it couldn't have been Baroness because is there any chance the Baroness could get her voice that low? <laughs> I mean, I would ask the I question. Like she can do anything. If Green Arrow can get his voice low, then I'm sure that they have a little machines to make uh, the Baroness That's work true. that. There it is. So uh, the G.I. Joe starts being sent on all these missions to destroy uh, Cobra. Right. Oh, and, and yeah, just because uh, uh, from from the get-go, that that seemed like a Cobra plot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of yeah. course it's a Cobra plot. It's an episode of G.I. Joe. But I I'm could definitely start there. <laughs> I knew that computer was evil, though. Have there been any episodes that were uh, like not Cobra at all, but actually just like a thing that happened or... Some other just like sort a of natural, like. Uh, well, I mean, the Games Master. Good, oh, yeah. Games Master. Yeah, was a third, like a third party kidnapping mm-hmm. both of them. That's a, sure. yeah. another uh, Flint Dilly episode. It would be, that would be a good. Mm. It would be a good twist. Maybe, but, maybe Flint just. He was the guy that was pushing for. Uh, oh, then there was like. Uh, yeah, like later on, the. Uh, well, the time travel episode with the Greek gods. We start, oh, I cannot wait to do that episode at this <laughs> point. Oh, this sounds like it'll be my favorite episode ever. Don't uh, spoil it for me. <laughs> it, uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. That's the episode me and Chan watched before we brought you on board uh, mm. in order to see if this was a thing we could do. Mm. And I forget the name of the episode, but it's uh, Sergeant Slaughter. So it's season two. And it's uh, G.I. Joe goes back to ancient Greece <laughs> through aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it's amazing. <laughs> uh, so that is, but that's they're, they're going to blow up this Cobra boat. Which then sinks. Everybody's like cheering, high fiving, happy. Mm. Shipwrecks like uh, thinks the same thing I thought, which was we're we're not going to help anybody. No, everyone's yeah. just dead. We're also, just gonna. <laughs> I'm a little bit disturbed by the fact that they're like a computer told us to do this. Let's kill everybody. Like with no real checking involved. Well, I mean, it was a Cobra ship, and it was shooting back at them, so it's, you know. Yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. that's true. But it, it's just like, everybody just blows up the ship, they high-five each other, they all go back to base, and Shipwreck's like, <laughs> hey, was it Cobra Commander or something? Is Shouldn't we, like, you know, just, just check? check the, yeah. Also, just, I feel like this is, like, the third or fourth time that Shipwreck has been the only one that has known something. Yeah. Like, that has suspected that something is up. Well, he's got good instincts. because he's wily. Well, no, because he's, he's untrustworthy. He's buzz. <laughs> oh, 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 that's a good oh, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> strong, strong point. Uh, so shipwreck goes under, and he sees there's no boat anymore. The boat is gone. You'd mm. think a giant thing like that wouldn't just like disappear. Mm-hmm. And he's told by the computer. Oh, the boat's name is Cerberus, by the way. Right. Yeah, the except they. Ca- it wasn't. It sounded like it was supposed to be Cerberus. But they keep pronouncing it. Cerebus. Cerebus. Yeah, well, that's a thing. That's a common thing. Is Cerberus. It? It's spelled Cerberus, but people are like Cerebus. Oh, I was Cerber- like, are they Cerber- trying to say Cerberus? I uh, even I like wrote it down. No, well, here's the thing. It's, Both are accepted though, right? It's such a common Cerebus? thing that the uh the that comic before. book uh Cerberus makes a joke out of it. Uh in oh. the f- like in the first twenty or so issues, it keeps on coming up as a running gag that no one knows how to pronounce his name. But it definitely means Cerberus, the three-headed dog yes. who guards Hades. Yeah. And just like that, GI Joe sent that ship straight to hell. Boom! I was not on nice. board with the mispronunciation in the. Episode. <laughs> I'm Maybe. so sorry. I was not on board with it. Uh, so shipwreck checks and he says, "There's no boat anymore," and the computer uh, gets back with him. Uh, the machine gets back at him and says, oh, it just got buried underneath the sediment of the ocean floor. Yeah, that's how that works. And he's like, well, that sounds like a heap of help and a bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yep. not how it works at all. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other Joes are like, nope, seems legit. Yeah. And they're like, let's follow more orders from this computer that's not evil. <laughs> well, on paper, it keeps leading them to where Cobra is and they keep blowing them up and they're doing their job. Like on paper, I mean, it seems fine if you don't like think about it too hard. Mm-hmm. And I assu- I assure you, GI Joe does not like to think about things too very hard. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, so Shipwreck gets pissed. He's like, this is BS. Drops his communicator device because they're all given a communicator device to link in with the machine. Yep. And drops it in the torpedo tube. And shoots it into a shark's mouth. Conveniently found in the cockpit, like you do. Well, to be fair, it's not like there's a there's a, a break room in the shark that he's arriving in. Right. But also, you don't store torpedoes in the cockpit. Don't you? I do. Thank you. Do you? <laughs> I got a torpedo in my cockpit. Ha <laughs> ha! Is this about vaginas? Yes. So you have, you don't have a penis? No. Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! I did it! Uh, sweet Flint Dilly crack on the U.S. government over here <laughs> as Cobra Commander and Destro laugh and laugh back and forth with, hey, we knew if we had a government program, it wouldn't work. And they make some sort of weird reference to G.I. Joe now that it's being partially funded by the government. It now sucks because it's funded by the government. And I'm like, uh, I kind of assume G.I. Joe was 100% funded by the government. What with the uh, Synthoid no, no, episode no. where they were got their funding cut by the government? Uh, here's what they actually said. Uh, it becomes easier to defeat G.I. Joe when the U.S. government foots part of the bill. <laughs> Oh, the government's on Cobra's side. Right. Oh. They got the government to pay for this uh, Cobra project. <laughs> Guys, so it's, I'm it's, really dumb. I didn't pick up on that at all. It's cool. That's what I'm here for. <sighs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> uh, but then they laugh and laugh because they got a sweet government contract. Oh, yeah. That's, and Arbco's making yeah. money, man. Uh, I was actually, it's, it's actually uh, pretty amusing. Uh, they're talking. Destro's talking on the phone, and uh, you get sort of like yeah. half the conversation in a very uh, Bob Newhart kind of way, right? Mm. Uh, so we, we we find the new machine. This is what the actual episode's named after: the Pit Viper, mm. the giant drilling machine. We've seen this drilling machine before in the uh, the Hector Ramirez first episode mm -hmm. uh, when they go down. Remember, because they have the drilling machine and uh, Hector oh, Ramirez yeah. get the twenty questions mm -hmm. episode is what I'm talking about. Yeah, is we've seen this device before. Mm -hmm. It wasn't quite this big, I don't think. Because it's like, it's tearing up the entire Joe base. At well, that was pressure. a while ago. It grew up. It grew up. It matured. Uh, yeah. I believe also when we uh, went over this, uh, we d I discussed how disappointed I was that there wasn't an actual toy, uh, of, you know, the big drilling machine. There is a, a Pit Viper action figure, but it's a Cobra infiltration trooper oh. who looks suspiciously like... Uh, uh, All the other ones? Uh, Racer X from Speed oh, Racer. Oh shoot! Okay, uh, yeah, I'd be into it. I'm sorry, but did we did we touch on the fact that that shark is gonna poop out something metal later, and it's gonna hurt it? Uh, n uh, Peter was not called for uh, uh just filling saying. in on this episode. Well, they did the th uh, normally. What will happen is a shark will eat that sort of thing, and a scientist will catch it and cut it open, cut open the stomach, open. and it'll be all sorts of weird shit yep, in there that you like know, in Jaws. So it's probably not gonna poop it out. It's probably just gonna stay there. Aww. sorry. He'll, he'll feel full all the time. He'll eat less people, Gina. This is okay. Right, as long yeah, as but it also have to pass through his tiny shark butthole. They're gonna. They're still gonna be sitting in bills constantly. I'm glad you're worried overage. about that cartoon shark's tiny butthole. I Data am. overages. It would hurt. And there's no. Overages. There's no hemorrhoid cream down in the ocean. That shark's gonna amass severe roaming charges. How's it gonna pay that bill? Mm -hmm. <laughs> its credit's gonna be ruined. It's gonna just oh. keep trying to. Pull up episodes of uh, Shark Week on DiscoveryChannel.com. Who can blame him? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so the G.I. Joe sent on a series of wild goose chases. They got an yeah. abandoned fang in Florida. They've wild got an abandoned geese. hiss tank in the jungle and an abandoned cobra base in the snow. Ooh. 
At which point, Shipwreck is still down there in the water, so he must have been down there a very long, long time. Long-ass time. Very long time. He finds the Cobra base. Hmm. Uh, I was actually thinking, like, looking on the bright side, they could they could salvage some of this Cobra crap, maybe clean it up, and then use it. That base was usable. Just yeah, get a cleaning like, crew in I, there, I yeah. Everything that they find is pretty usable. That fang was done. Well, that they, helicopter was if they, out. If they if they brought it back, polished it up, put a new thing in it, shine it up real nice. Yeah, then they could go sideways. undercover. Turn it sideways, uh, shove it could, straight up that could, candy ass. I feel like they could go undercover. You get me. I think they could go undercover. <laughs> I feel like they probably have more than enough uh, partially destroyed his tanks nah, in any given episode that they could well, cobble together. I was just that trying to look on the bright side, guys. Remember, they have enough of them that they can loan them out for movies. Lights, yeah. camera, Cobra. They mm-hmm. loaned out all that Cobra equipment that they had stored up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Destro and uh, uh, we finally get the reveal. Shipwreck gets shot down because the shark goes from the water into the air and immediately gets shot down by a rattler because Shipwreck forgot that there are other planes out there. Well, I mean, what he did is he tracked down the base. It was like, I got to go tell somebody. Uh, but he just got boxed in because yep. he found the actual yeah. Cobra he found base. real Cobra base. Yeah. Uh, you know he's, that was no good. So relieved at first, though. And uh, uh, he gets captured by Cobra, uh, captured by Cobra Commander and Destro. And if you could give me a sound pull here, there's just Destro in response to Cobra Commander sounds exactly like my wife to me whenever I say anything really dumb at home. Yes. <laughs> that is that, that was a really good <laughs> impression, Ray. <laughs> That's I hear that exact t- intonation at home roughly 92 times a day. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. And so when I hear Destro doing it, I'm like, at two, Destro. Oh, God. My wife is Destro. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. My life is better now somehow. Now I I can't stop picturing you uh, uh, (laughs) cosplaying with her. Just like, no, baby, put on the mask. Wait. Put on the mask. Does that make me the Baroness? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. You're Good def- job, me. You're definitely getting pegged in this scenario. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't get too excited, everybody. We have the reveal of Dr. Hamler to change the subject immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Zartan. Yeah. Zartan. What? Yeah. Shipwreck uh, completely understands the plan. He gets he, he's told everything about it. Sure, because it's a Bond villain thing. You got to tell Shipwreck. You got him captured. I mean, you could also just look at what happened and realize that that was was happening. Mm-hmm. Is that they're leaving the base undefended? I did appreciate when Shipwreck tried to escape. He just turns to like one generic Cobra soldier and just like knocks the fuck out of him. Yep. And the expression on the Cobra soldier's face is just like me. Why me? <laughs> I'm the least important person here. Uh, I believe he was thinking like. Are you serious? Yeah. We're in a base at the bottom of the ocean. What are you doing? Where are you going, dummy? <laughs> and Shipwreck makes a run for it because Shipwreck is not known for his long-term planning no. skills. And Destro finally fires off that sweet, sweet arm rocket. Dude, wrist rockets are the jam. That is the jam, dude. Now, we've seen him use him to transport himself before mm-hmm. and fly around. But mm-hmm. I don't think we've actually seen him shoot anything, to my knowledge. I don't think I've seen him blow one of those up. So mm. I was just excited to finally see it. I'm going to put it out there that I feel like if Polly were with Shipwreck, none of this would have happened. How how is Polly going to go ahead and lay out the scenario where Polly... So Polly um, was going to be like, hey, instead of surfacing right away, we should probably go to a different part of the ocean and surface so we're not by Cobra Jet. Do you think Polly has that kind of planning skills? Once, uh, once, if he did and, and he was unconscious, then Polly would be like, yo. 
I mean, the, how is that going to help? But anyway? also, like, having an animal sidekick always helps. To be fair, uh, though, the animal sidekicks always can peg when Zartan is uh, uh, the the person. Sure. They know Zartan's smell, so just having Polly around would have possibly stopped the thing before it even began. This is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. He would have done a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, grab his like he would do anything, frankly. He would do a lot of stuff. He would have a sassy absolutely comeback. Nothing. They would have, uh, he would have gotten shot down and then drowned. You would have a dead bird on your hands. Well, we get to the cobra uh, plan right uh, here. Oh, is there something else you want to add to this? Yeah, I once again love the uh, um, the supremacy of remote control in the eighties. Love it. Uh, it's the auto defense systems that are absolutely impregnable. Why? Because they're, they're automatic. Yeah, because you don't put your hands on them. If they're uh, computer run, which of course turns out to be the problem. And I've seen I've seen the first scene of the movie RoboCop. Like just just, just because something's just automatic, first, you've yeah. just seen the first scene. Okay, I've seen yeah. the whole movie, but I'm remembering <laughs> because like the thing can't tell the difference between friend and foe, foe, and it blows that guy away in the conference room in the like the opening scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'd be worried your automatic defenses might not someday like always tell the difference between the multicolored Joes, yeah, and the Cobra agents. You really got to override that shit. I mean, if the Cobra agents just showed up dressed like members of G.I. Joe, would the automated defenses know the difference? <laughs> I'll ask that question out loud. Cobra, you got to try this plan out. I think it would work. <laughs> uh, but Cobra takes the drilling machine, the pit viper, yep. and the object is to get all the Joes as they can away from the base on wild goose chase missions yep. around the world. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to destroy Joe headquarters. Yep, with which- a super fast uh, digging device. <laughs> the slowest device known to man. Uh, also, I feel like destroying any headquarters in this show, by now they should be like, ah, you know what? It's it's pretty useless. They're just either going to immediately rebuild it or they've got 90 others somewhere. This goes back to Cobra Commander already having the perfect plan already in mind and then taking it two steps too far and bringing it backwards. Yeah. Because he's got holograms he's invented. They've got all these like uh, this amazing device that they could actually use to track Joe movements around the planet like all this stuff on the government dime if they never brought gi joe into it they would have a leg up on joe's forever this is in keeping with the idea that he's a 12 year old boy because think of what you were like when you were 12 and if you if someone was like oh what if you could have like a super strong robot that could do anything they'd be like i would make him make me a sandwich (laughs) (laughs) but that's just it he says he's got all these tools at his disposal that he could be used to easily take over Mm -hmm. the world and all he thinks about is i just want to blow up that goddamn joe base yeah obsessive thinking guys (laughs) i know we took it over for christmas (laughs) but here we are now uh, yeah, and they, apparently it drills through lava. I was trying to figure that out because they went from the underwater base yeah. and then the, the action shot is of it going through seemingly magma. Also, apparently everywhere is lava. Everywhere that is not above ground is lava. The well, floor is the lava. floor is lava. Yeah, you get down like, yeah, 10 feet lava. And they, they, they pretty much blow up the base. Like they do a good mm-hmm. job. They, they wreck it real hard. The only two people left on the base apparently are Breaker and Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaker's about to do, he does something terrible later. Uh-oh. We'll, we'll look for that, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Cobra Commander, uh, uh, his hubris, man, shipwrecks like, don't you want to call them and gloat? Mm-hmm. And Cobra Command and Destro's like, no, that's an absolutely that. terrible why idea. Why would you even why, do that? Why are you even in the room right Kill now, them first, and then gloat. And of course, Cobra Commander says, yes, I would like that's to do that. I'm the boss. <laughs> I am the boss, that and sounds... I say that as 100%. And I then am. he says, one of my favorite... Uh, quotes maybe of, of all time G.I. Joe. Mm. An excellent idea. Yes, let's reach out and crush them. 
one. That is Good brilliant. Good one, Cece. Brilliant. Yes, that is great if you are of the appropriate age and still remember <laughs> Guys, the old AT&T. Back in the mo- 80s. Uh, yeah. Motto. The motto of, of was it AT&T? It was I a, think it was AT&T. Reach out and touch well, someone. It was. Yeah. was a very popular commercial mm-hmm. that uh-huh. they had to make uh-huh. you, like, basically, hey, call your mom. Mm-hmm. Like use your landlines, people. We need money. Yeah. <laughs> as we as we established in the Know Your Joe, uh, calls to Van Nuys are very expensive. We'd like you to make them, please. Uh-huh. Uh, also, uh, uh, oh AT and T. Also, at some point, Diana Ross sang the. Uh, oh, I'm into it. <laughs> sang the theme song to that. So. Nice. There it is. Uh, also, I'd, uh, I want to bring down the uh, party for a moment here. Commander, no! Never me, Destro! Now we know where the kids got it from. Yeah, exactly. See, that's the problem, is that these uh, shithead college kids <laughs> watch G.I. Joe as a little, uh, uh, when they were toddlers, and then they grew up, and was like, yeah, raping school. Never refuse me, girl! I think you might be taking that one step further than, uh... uh... Out before you have an accident. Maybe let the dog. Just wanted the Diana Ross part. Sounds cool. Thanks, Sam. Sounds like Amy has a big night tonight. She knows she was going up. Oops, sorry. I just wanted the Diana Ross part. No one else thinks it's insane that Diana Ross sang for this commercial. No. She wants money too. Hold on. First off, why not just ask me? Because I can plug it through here. I don't know how technology works. No, but that was very heartwarming, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I want to go back to the '80s and call that kids and Voices brighten his day. Different in the '80s, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it turned okay. So th- the, that's the Cobra plan. They're blowing up the base shipwreck. Uh, uh, once they establish communication, shipwreck announces like, "Hey, the computer's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watchdog is not your friend. Cobra Commander's here. I've been captured." Blah 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 blah. I feel like it everyone should immediately game. be like. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. In hindsight, yeah, Why that fits we? perfectly oh, within the right, right. dynamic we all had of our suspicions, but none of us really put two and two together. There it is. Uh, Watchdog has now become a real base. It's a real toaster now, everybody. Oh, oh. <laughs> and GI Joe mounts an all-out attack. An all-out attack on the base. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing you guys want to add to that, or it's I a- mean, you, you you covered all the bits. It's an attack. It's all out. I'm still um, waiting. I'm still waiting for my uh, my breaker and scarlet moment. They're getting uh, uh, here. It comes. We can talk about it because here it is. Shit kicked out of them. Uh, breaker and scarlet. Um, she tries to get a, a sky. She gets one of the sky strikers mm-hmm. and she shoots two missiles at the drill, mm-hmm. and it blows up, and then nothing happens to it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, poo poo." And then Breaker says, I got an idea, and pulls out a bazooka Yes, and shoots the hatch off the side of the drill. But uh, first of all, he puts it right next to her head. Oh, jeez. Right next to her ear. Well, here's the thing. And doesn't say anything to her. He's Uh, like, I've got an idea. And she's like, but what? And it's like, boom. (laughs) Here's the thing. Every every, uh, Cobra and Joe in this universe 
both has extraordinary hearing because they're able to hear each other talking from long distances. Always. And, and also, it's even worse. They have uh, no uh, uh, repercussions from uh, things launched right next to their heads because this is a <laughs> oh, constant thing. Bazooka's going to be deaf by the time he hits 40. I w- I'll put I, it out there. I wanted to see just blood dribbling out of her ears. And, oh, my and God. Then, and then she turns to break and she goes, why? Breaker, and then she has a seizure. (laughs) Guys, this got dark in here. He put it right next to her head. (laughs) Well, then they decide they go inside. There's nobody manning it. No, it's a remote controlled drill. It's a remote control. That's why it's so much. That's why it's so powerful. Then why are they able to control it? (laughs) Wouldn't the remote control keep remote controlling? Am I am I wearing my crazy pants right here? (laughs) It seems like there should have at least been somebody inside of it. That's a that's a Destro piloted machine if ever I've seen one. At least Major Blood. I can't Put Major Blood questions. in there. I can't help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, so G.I. Joe and their all-out attack on the Watchdog base is getting their butts handed to them. <laughs> because apparently, and this is what I didn't understand, is, is they make the point, because Watchdog is a machine, it doesn't need to rest. But we're people, so we need to rest. But mm-hmm. aren't, they ju- aren't they fighting people? Am uh, I... This is weird. Like they are fighting other people. Uh, not too clear how that. W- well, I, I I think it's the automatic defenses. Okay, all those turrets and stuff keep shooting and blowing well, things up. Those turrets have the uh, best aim of anybody in GI Joe history. Can oh, I yeah. put that out yeah. there right oh, now? Yeah. They of course. one hit, one blow up. Computers, and we course. actually see like Alpine get thrown out of his vehicle very violently. He's dead. Flint mm-hmm. gets dead. thrown out of his vehicle and has mm-hmm. to crawl away. Like they're everyone's they're, dead. They're yeah. getting it. They're this, getting it hard right now. This is ugly. This this is probably the worst we've seen. Uh, they are not in mm-hmm. good shape. Mm-hmm. They are not in good shape at all. And then um, one of the most amazing physics things happens ever. Maybe in in I thought when they jumped the car in Worlds Without End over like the twenty foot chain link fence mm-hmm. by putting it on a slight evil Knievel ramp and then launching it well mm-hmm. out. That, this pales in comparison. Well, before you even yes. start, before we go there, complaining about the fact that yes. The uh, Pit Viper just goes shooting through and above this base like a goddamn space shuttle rocket. It goes 60 stories in the air. (laughs) And they got to jump out and fucking parachute down uh, because it went so high. Uh, I just want to say this base is full of lava. The base is full of lava. And obviously that's what propelled it. So high up in the air. Okay, you are much the like, lava gases? like much like Mount St. Helens blowing up. Okay, okay. Just the tremendous pressure built mm-hmm. up. Okay, I buy that. Uh, I buy that. Just makes kapwing right out the top, and then obviously all of the lava gets released and comes barbling out the side. Because yeah, because I didn't see any lava uh, uh, once the thing ejected. I mean, uh, immediately after though, the cracks started forming in the base. Lava started coming out. Uh huh. Um, you so know, Gina that, was right. The floor is lava. Yeah. It's, also, that lava looks like gooey caramel when it comes out. It is delicious. like gooey yellow caramel. Yeah. It didn't look like lava at all. No, it's a special kind of lava, one that you can pit viper through, <laughs> and that is underneath <laughs> all the earth, just five feet below. There's like dirt right here. If you go walk outside, you step on dirt. Mm-hmm. Five feet below that. It's gooey caramel magma. Yeah, this is. Yep. I feel like it's it's made by the same people who make the munchery box candies. Into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a uh, Cobra commander has been defeated once again. The base is destroyed. GI Joe headquarters. And Destro even says like, "Hey man, we still blew up like half of GI Joe headquarters. Yeah. It's not the worst defeat we've ever had. Like, yeah. yeah, we didn't get what we wanted, but we got some of it." You know, uh, mm-hmm. and Cobra Commander picks up a chair and starts smashing the control panel with it's it. Like, shove he, this up your bright side, you piece yeah. of crap. 
He's throwing a huge hissy fit, and Destro's just like, I've had enough of your bullshit. Grabs him by the lapels and picks him up off the ground. Mm-hmm. And they stand shipwrecks like, ooh, yeah, I don't like is... to be around couples who fight all the time. Yeah, this is really awkward sexually. Yeah, I, I was actually like, I was what? like, oh, this is on. It's on now. Yeah, no, this is this is how it starts. It's like, I'm so angry at you. I'm grabbing your lapels, and I'm bringing you closer to my face, and your face is, you smell wonderful. And I just wish that I could, I just want to take off both of our masks and just, mash our lips together yeah. in a sensual embrace. I don't think that's how it's going to go at all. I'm Here's the sure thing. Chan's right. Here's the thing. Every if you knew what Cobra Commander looks like. Every episode from this point on, we have to assume that he and Destro had sex here. Yeah. That is horrifying. Yeah, because here's the thing. Uh, Shipwreck, uh, would remind you again, is in a base at the bottom of the goddamn ocean. So even if he got out of that room, he, did. he still had <laughs> to get down to find like a sub to escape. He's got to punch... Lord knows how many Cobra agents. Mm-hmm. At any point, uh, Cobra Commander or Destro would just push the closed door button Didn't happen. and prevent him from getting out. The only thing that prevented, uh, the only way he escaped was because Cobra and Destro were just humping like mad bunnies on the floor of that mm-hmm. uh, control room. I'm just going to um, agree to disagree on that point. <laughs> like, oh, Destro, your, your, your legs are so strong. Do you think Destro has a silver mask for his other head? No. Oh, that would be cute, though. That would be weird. <laughs> my dear commander, take it up the butt. Oh, my God. Dare you. Um, That's horrifying, and you <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, so we get to the final scene where we get to explain what's going on. Uh, the real Hamler, it turns out, died in 1978. So mm-hmm. bad job vetting, U.S. government. Yeah. Ooh, little little crack right there. Uh, shock. Shock mm-hmm. that the U.S. government is bad at something. Ugh, the government. I haven't seen a vetting this poor since Sarah Palin and. <laughs> 2008. I haven't seen a vetting this poor since uh, uh, Luke Skywalker got his face fucked up uh, in 78. I haven't seen a vetting a this poor that, since... Uh, uh, oh, that was a Corvette fashion. joke. Yeah, I, I didn't. Get it. Did he get his face messed up? Have you yes. seen any of the Star Wars movies? Yeah, it didn't look any different to me. Oh, he's real different. In the second movie, they did the whole Hoth thing. Because his face got so fucked up from uh, the Corvette accident. I've never heard of this before. Really? Yeah. That's what. Guys, we just learned something. Whoo. Okay. Well, (laughs) I guess we we got some (laughs) shit to. Pretty sure everyone knew that. Pretty sure everyone knew that. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll fill Ray in. Thanks, guys. Wait. We have the weirdest ending of this episode. Go ahead. uh, Can we hear that with Shipwreck's final line here? the brass ever want to buy us another watchdog colonel make it a cocker spaniel what, what was that <laughs> okay had, i get he... the joke the joke make it a cocker spaniel cool into it yeah into it then immediately afterwards he what gets in his what, body gets what, invaded by an alien what, what? I was trying to figure out what could, what is he having a heart attack? What was the noise? Because then he winked afterwards. Oh, that was a wink? The wink makes sense. The I, joke makes sense. I the thought weird it was, grunt in the middle is so creepy. I thought it was he had a stroke, half of his face stroked out and his Jesus. eye closed. Mm-hmm. It's, ah. a, it's a weird picture. Ah. Also. Maybe he actually said the joke and he was trying to go, ta-da. It's- That's his version of, <laughs> oh, ah. But then he got part way and he was like, ah. Uh, no, no, well, I, I don't understand it at all. Uh, yeah, 
crazy weird. Well, guys, uh, do we do we pass the uh, Bechtel test? We today? did not. Oh no, was there besides Scarlett? She uh, was the only. Well, Lady J was in the episode. Oh, she was, too, huh? But they don't interact at all. Well, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sad. Sorry, Flint. And that's wrapping up the <laughs> and of that's Vipers. our show. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, Pit of Vipers. Uh, well, I, I really like this episode. I really did like because t- to me, I really did get that person of interest vibe from it of like the Samaritan computer that's watching everybody and is putting people where they need to be to stop terrorism. Time. Uh, it's a good reference that I'm sure none of our viewers have seen since that show is for 80 year olds. <laughs> uh, me and Chan watch it. What are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, I see what you're so trying do, to say. So do my parents. Nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. It's a wonderful show and everyone should be watching it. Thank you. <laughs> person of interest if you like this episode Didn't of gi joe canceled? give it a chance uh no it's in its final season oh got it got it gina well <laughs> more like jerka <laughs> get it because i don't i don't get it they... well guys if you want to reach out to the show you can hit us up on facebook facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast <laughs> or on twitter at gi joe podcast individually you can hit me up on twitter i am at almighty ray i'm at 999 rpms i'm at gina ippy and uh, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna reach out to Flint Dilly. I don't know if he's gonna get back to me, but we'll try. Yeah, I'll put it out there, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna try to see if Flint has any thoughts on the Pit of Vipers. And for Know Your Joe next week, we'll um, we'll talk about that and see if uh, see if we got any more news. Yeah, was a- Meanwhile, hashtag it's totally Zartan or not my Zartan. <laughs> hashtag ain't nobody Zartaning around. <laughs> ain't nobody. And yes, Sorry. all Zartans. Hashtag Zartan is definitely the person who did this and not. The person who you don't think it is. Hashtag go Zartan or go home. (laughs) Also, if you can think of other funny hashtags for this. Tweet at G.I. Joe podcast. I guarantee a retweet on every single one of your terrible hashtags you guys come up with out there. We've unleashed a monster. Until then, guys. Good night. I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. Guttingthesacredcow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.